Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 218 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is getting emotional in WoW. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I melt faces on my Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 218 of HearthCast, what's Swedish for damage? We talk about another easy way to make some gold on the auction house. And hey, Blizz, here's a quick history lesson. So, Root. Hey, Freckleface. What's new with you? Oh, man. What a week, what a week, what a week. Really? And, yeah. And then in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You, ever, you remember Seinfeld? You remember of course. Seinfeld, right? Yeah, I, it's classic. Yeah, classic. So, I had, a, I had a Seinfeld week. Okay. IRL. But we won't go into that. We'll go into what's happening in, in, you know what? It's kind of like a Blizzard update more than what's happening in my week in WoW, though. Because... I realized, you know, a couple episodes ago, we were going through stuff like on the Blizzard launch that we wished that, you know. Sure. Well, I found out there's a way in Blizzard, in the, in the uh, launcher settings, that you can actually have the Blizzard launcher close at the launch of a game. Okay. So that's in your settings, and that'll prevent that whole double chat thing from happening. Okay. So you can get your last word in and then get out of the game. So. Does that apply to all of the games? Yes. Okay, because here's my issue. If I am running Hearthstone... On my desktop, I would rather use the Blizzard chat. Oh yeah, true. But if I'm in WoW, I don't want it to go to the Blizzard chat. Yeah. So, uh, so hey, you know what? I, I may be wrong on if, that. It's on all games. I just remember seeing it. But here's the thing: when I was checking all that out, I noticed in the lower corner of my launcher, Heroes of the Storm. Oh really? And I'm like, why do I have? And then I realized I've been in Alpha since Alpha since like. Day one alpha. And really? I'm like, oh, poor me not doing my good job as an alpha tester. Oh. So I had to catch up. Okay. So I've been playing Heroes of the Storm. Awesome. You and like it? I do. I'm learning like all the terminology. I've never played any of those games before. Like you that never style. played a MOBA? I, I haven't either. No. And so I'm learning like all the, the terminology. Uh-huh. And it's, it's like, it's a little bit of a learning curve. I'll give you that. But here's the weird thing is I'm actually enjoying playing a healer class. I'm playing a Malfurion. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's called support. In there. <laughs> so it's funny because I talked to some people at work about who play League of Legends and everything else. And they're like, oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I go to the, for some reason, I go to the the, the top lane. I guess that's called top. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I'm talking to people at work all about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. It's kind of fun. And I'm supporting people and, and I'm healing them. And I'm throwing my heels out. And I'm going in. And, and you still do damage with like a moon fire and some other stuff. And you can... You have grasping roots that hold them in place. So, you know, you, you're supporting, I guess, which is okay. why I call it support. So people at work, they're all like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And then I talk to your husband. And he goes, yeah, support's probably the easiest thing to do in those types of games. That, that probably fits you really well. I was like, oh, Ouch. thanks. Got to go. Here's someone calling my name. You know? <laughs> Wait, I was like all enthusiastic about it. He's like, yeah, that's, that's the easiest thing to do. That, 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 that yeah, suits you well. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's very um, no, it, it, No, it's fine because it, it you know put, put things in perspective for me. So I was <laughs> I was quite, quite happy. I was like, okay. Yeah, we were talking in a group the other day and he's like, yeah, Freckleface, she's so much better in Hearthstone now. I mean, when I first started watching her, I would just cringe at the things she was doing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that bus that went over me is very bright <laughs> and shiny. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Hearthstone, I got up to ranked level 20. So I actually started doing awesome. the ranked stuff now. So you'll get the new card back for I'll, I'll get the new card May. back um, for May, like you said. Uh, here's the thing with that. You can't just goof off. You, can, you have to pay attention. At least I do. <laughs> Because I realize that if I'm not paying attention to what two things number one what the, my opponent is doing right and who my opponent is without those and and how that that those cards play because if I'm not paying close enough attention I fall into their traps all the time mm. 
Like I was playing a healer the other day. Pretty sure it was a healer. Priest, I guess. And uh, I, I really wasn't paying attention to him because there was other things going around that was kind of distracting me. Mm-hmm. And I should have killed this one dude and I didn't. And he double, triple, quadruple, quintupled. He, he got it to where it had 25 attack. You're, were you playing a paladin? Maybe that's and what it was. And he just kept on, yeah. But it was like, he had all these cards, and right? And I was like, hey, this guy's a lot of cards in his hands. And, and, and I left that one dude alive because I was like, hey, he's nothing. He's got like two. You know, he had like two attack and like a lot of health. I'm like, whatever. And the guy kept like boosting his health. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then he swapped the health for the, for the oh, attack. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, ooh. And like I left him alive. And I, oh, you were playing against a priest. Yeah. Okay. And so I left him alive the one the, the last turn before I, I got completely destroyed. I left him alive. And the priest goes, thank you. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what did I just do? And he like swapped, one card swapped, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and here's the thing. Okay. I know like when you, I've seen you play, not cringe, right? And when you when you are at the point where you can actually kill somebody and, and win the round, you do. You just pop, 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 dead. This guy let me think about it for a while. <laughs> he swapped and then paused. And I'm like, is the game lagging? Am I lagging? What's uh-huh. going on? No. He was just hovering over my car, hovering over my tune, hovering over my, you know, <laughs> my hero. And I was like, oh, oh, you just want to rub it in. Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, well played or whatever. Boom. Uh-huh. I'm like, ow. That really hurt. <laughs> so so that, was, that was interesting. Um, hey. War Crimes is in. I'm yes. about halfway through it. Once I'm done with it, you're going to get it. So we're not going to talk about War Crimes other than the fact that we have it and we're reading it. Okay. So I'm going to leave it at that. And then once you've read it, we'll come back in a future episode and we'll talk about our opinions on, on War Crimes. I will say this. It's Christy Golden at her best so far. Oh, awesome. So I'm really liking that. And thus far, there have only been a couple of moments when I can tell Blizzard had their hand in there, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, but one of them was was actually two of them really good so far. Okay. So it was worth it. And then here, okay, remember I said Seinfeld, right? Wasn't too long ago, just a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Part of my Seinfeld week was my neighbors are getting a new fence put in. Okay. And the fence people buried, you know, they put big holes in the ground to, put, to bury the fence post. And when they dug the big hole in the ground, they cut through my data line to my house. So oh. cable, TV, internet, all, all that stuff that, you know, we as – as people of the 21st century expect to have at our household. Yes. Everything's going to chaos. You don't have internet. Yeah. It yeah. was it was gone. I'm like, what what I do now? Right. <laughs> you know, it's weird because you know, at work, it's kind of funny because I, I, when I'm at work and we have an internet issue, like we lose connectivity or whatever, email server, whatever happens, people, I call it zombie. Because people stand up and start walking around the office aimlessly like, what do we do? <laughs> and then just have this lost look on their face. I'm like, oh, we got the zombie. And I call it the zombie cop apocalypse anytime it happens. I'm like, we're zombie. And guys, we, we, you know, we got to get, you know, whatever. We got to get connectivity back. We got zombies, you know. Well, I felt like a zombie at the house. I'm like, what do I do? I'm walking around. And then I realized what I can do. I didn't really want to read. I could have read. I could have grabbed Christy Golden, the war crowd. I could have read. Okay. But Bye. then I, re- I realized. That I don't need internet connectivity to play Diablo on my PlayStation. Oh. <laughs> so I played on my PlayStation. Oh, cool. So even though I was disconnected from the rest of the world, Blizzard still had me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of one of those kind of weeks. So, uh, man, what about you? How's your week been? Good. Um, Iron Freck is level 28. Awesome. Yeah. That's a lot further. And this is the same one, right? Same, or is well, this, your this is tune? my second tune. Right. Yeah, she still hasn't died yet. So it's the Warlock. Warlock. Um, so she got the achievement for Quest in Dunmore and Wetlands, and now she's working on Arathi Highlands. So it's interesting. It looks like I can level her to about 45 or 50 by doing quests that I need for the Loremaster. So I kind of like that doubling up there. The other zones that I need on Kalimdor, I'm taking my other warlock, Malaria, and doing those while she's in queue for dungeons. Because my warlock, Malaria, is now 62, and I decided I want to completely skip Outlands. I don't want to go there at <laughs> all. Call. So I'm just staying, you know, sitting there doing like these low quests, you know, getting him knocked out real fast while I sit there in the queue for dungeon and when I'm 68 I'll go to Northrend 
Um, I've also been playing a lot of Hearthstone. And someone said that to me uh, last night when they meet up, like, you're always online now. <laughs> like, Hearthstone, like, what's up? Did you quit your job? Like, no, it's just that I can actually do that and work at the same time. Right. You know, for the most part. So I get all my daily quests done and then I keep going. I've been doing Arena, Ooh. which um, I don't know if you've done that nope. yet. So Arena's tricky because you pay 150 gold or $2 to get in. And depending on how many wins you get, because once you lose three times, it's over. Depending on how many wins you get um, affects how big a prize. So if you get in there and you don't do very well, you might lose a little bit of gold. But if you do well, you actually make quite a bit of profit. Oh, very cool. You know, so to me, it's more efficient than just getting 100 and buying a pack. Instead of get 150, um, run some games, then I'm getting a pack, maybe some gold, maybe some dust, maybe a special card. Very cool. Um, Interesting. And it's random. I've had games where I feel like I was just given really bad cards. Because what you do is, I, your deck is 30 cards. So 30 times you're given a choice of three different cards. And you pick the one. Right, 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 right. And I've had a few times where I'm like, Ugh, I really don't like any of these choices. I kind of have to go with, mm, you know, what is the... Like the lesser of the, the worst, or exactly, the best of the worst, exactly. I guess. I was going to say lesser two evils, but you but have then three I, cards. But then I had a one game where I was given two legendaries. Whoa. Oh, at the same time? You're like, wait, no. In the same deck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not the, not the same choice. Well, I had a choice of three different legendaries, and I had that come up twice. Oh, so I was able to get two. Nice. And that run, yeah, I got six wins. That was yeah. my record. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So this point of clarification, mm-hmm. when you enter the arena, you choose your deck, for that arena setting session. Yes, yes. It's not your own cards. No, I know that. I know that. But what I was thinking was every game you in there, you picked a different... But no, you don't. No, you, you don't. Get, you, you, you're given a choice of three different heroes. You pick one. And then it guides you through building your deck, where it just gives you an option of three, 30 different times. Once you build your deck, you play that deck without making any changes... Until you lose three times. I understood. Yeah. That, and that was cool. Yeah. Depending on the amount of wins you have when you hit three losses, um, gives you bigger prizes. That is cool. So I think that's fun. I'm into that now. Siren's playing Hearthstone now on his own. Yeah. Like he got on his own account. On his own account. Okay. Because I was like, it's free to play. Go play. You know? And it was interesting because he had a WoW account at one point in time. Right. And yeah, he could not remember his password, even oh. with the password hint. You know, I was like, man, what do we, you know? So we actually had to call Blizzard Technical Support. Oh. I didn't fall asleep this time. <laughs> uh, they actually called, we, he did a call back option, which was pretty cool. Because okay. you, you call in and say, you know, put your number in and we'll call you back. He did that. And they called in like five minutes. It was really fast. And the guy on the other end of the phone was like super cool with trying to reset uh, his, his password. He went through the password hints. He's like, could you. It got down to verification of the credit card used on the account, the last four digits of a credit card we used six years ago. Oh. Do you remember credit card digits you used six years ago? No. He did. Wow. Yeah. He's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And that's I was impressive. Like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, the guy goes, yep, that's it. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, he's playing now. Um, you know, I did see someone post on Facebook that they were, she was really mad because a few years ago, she had been playing WoW and had an authenticator on her phone and had since switched phones like twice. And now she wanted to play Hearthstone and she couldn't recover her email address and they wanted her to send in uh, two different state forms of ID. Whoa. She got the wrong tech. Maybe. Yeah, she needs to hang up and call back. I don't know, but she... And people are trying to tell her, if you just want to play Hearthstone, just make up a new email address, you know? I mean, it's free. Yeah. She's not playing WoW again. There's nothing attached to that account she would need. I mean, I've, I've gone through situations where I got a new phone, right? And right. could not access the old phone, and I could not get to the data on the authenticator, even though I had access to email. And all Blizzard, I called Blizzard, mm-hmm. explained the situation, cannot access the phone and the authenticator, and... Once I proved who I was simply by having a username and a password and memory that's not, she may not have been able to prove who she was on the phone. Right. But getting past that aspect of it, then it was, the guy's like, all right, the authenticator's gone. All right, we put an authenticator. You had to to be ready, like right there, because I don't like having my account unauthenticated. 
So maybe she just couldn't remember the pertinent information, the billing information when she yeah. was, you know. So, yeah, yeah at that point in time, I don't blame Blizzard. Well, it's really important if you do use an authenticator to have the serial number down somewhere. I mean, when it was when it was a physical object you kept by your desktop, it wasn't a big deal, but now it's an app. And I think people do kind of forget that, yeah, your phone might get wiped or stolen or you might put in the washing machine or something. Yep. And... You know, you need it makes it a lot easier to have that serial number. So to geek out a little bit, what I did for that for me uh-huh. is when you can go to an authenticator and get the serial number thing. Right. I screenshotted that with the built-in phone screenshot application. Okay. Mailed it to myself, printed it out, and have it in a folder. Oh. So. That's less geeky and more old school. I wrote down the number in a Google Doc. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Drive. So if I forget, I can just go search authenticator and it'll pop up. Uh, yeah. Well, mine's actually, I saw the screenshot on my phone. Okay. You know, so it's in a couple, it's actually my screenshot is also in Google Drive. Okay. Yeah, so it's in a couple places, but I also have it printed out in case I need it, you know, and have no access to anything else. Printing. <sighs> but then again, if somebody does come and dig holes in the yard, I mean, you wouldn't need that. Dig holes in my, oh yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, were they looking for <laughs> motorcycles or something? <laughs> yeah, I know. Just I crazy. Know. <laughs> We watched what some picking American pickers the other night, and the guy went and dug up an old motorcycle from some lady's backyard. Just, just go with it. Okay, <laughs> I'll pretend I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. me too. And hey, we have an email from Scaresome. He says, "Ahoy, Root and Freckleface! I enjoyed your last episode a lot. As a listener, I'd like to say that I welcome Dead Guy every time he visits your show. He is so clear and specific in his presentation that I feel well prepared and informed." Thanks again. Scaresome. We do too. That's why we like having Dead Guy on. Uh, and we forward that on to him, and he thanks you for, for the comment. He did let me know that he had uh, inadvertently left off like one achievement. Like if you go do oh. the, yeah. What was the achievement? The Shadow Master achievement. It rewards the title Shadow Master. And it's one of the requirements for the Shadow Pan Monastery Gold. Uh, and it is getting removed in 6.0. So he was you know, wanted to make sure that we pass that information along. And that's a cool title that I'll never get. But, you know, <laughs> that's one thing. You have Dead Gun, he tells you all these cool things. And you're like, man, I want to do that. And then I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, uh, hey, you know what? Also a dead guy. Uh, May 19th, coming up here, he is getting married to his wow sweetheart, Alicia. Oh. So, yeah, congratulations to him and her, and wish them uh, the best. Clear communication through emotes. In Warcraft, an emote is a command you can issue to have your character either perform or state an action. Emotes can be a fun way to pass the time, pass along crucial information to others, and do lend themselves well to role-playing. Now, while the slash EM or slash me command will always have your character state an action like me is walking a dog, it'll say Root is walking a dog. You can always have it do something there. There are many predefined emotes that Blizzard gives us. We're going to cover a few here. Uh, the list is pretty extensive. If you do want the full list, then go over to hearthcast.com. Look for episode 218 and there'll be a link to the full list right there. And also remember, when you're doing emotes... If you have somebody targeted, they may appear in the default, you know, thing that Blizzard spits out for your remote. So keep that in mind. Now, Freck, some of the things that I like emotes for are if I am in a raid group and I'm going to be doing something, or hopefully if the tank is doing something, they're using emotes, such as attack target. Uh, that emote will tell you that it, it does a, you know, such and such is going to attack, blah, 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 and let you know in the little chat frame. And he also says something. These are um, physical. You do something. Your character moves. Sometimes they say funny things when this happens, too. So some of the ones you could use for letting people know that you're about to do an action like go pull a boss, uh, slash attack target, slash charge, slash open fire. You could do slash follow me. When I was with another guild, they did slash train. Every time they'd run in, like, woo, woo. you're like, okay, we're going. You can be in a situation where you're almost out of mana. And you could say slash OOM. I'm out of mana. It'll say, sometimes it gets annoying. I'll say that now, but 
Uh, you can do heal me if you're about to die out of you know health. Slash heal me. Slash help me if if you're getting overwhelmed. Uh, you can do a slash incoming to let people know that there are mobs incoming. So you can pass this information along to them. What I like to do with tell me when, because tell me when does these things, is if my mana reaches a certain level that's too low or my health is getting way too low, I can actually, based on those two attributes, issue a command, which is one of these slash commands. You know, if I'm about to die, heal me, may get the attention of the healer. Then again, it may get the attention of a healer in a negative way. <laughs> I'm tired of healing you, Root. I'm just going to let you die. <laughs> um, you can also do some fun things like slash strut. Uh, there's slash salute. Uh, you, you know, right before, like one of the things I like to do right before I pull the boss, especially if it's a boss that we've been on for a while, is a slash rude command. Make a rude gesture. You make well, and your character does make that rude gesture. Yeah, it does. You know, it's like blah, blah, you know. And each one's a little different. Uh huh. So some of them are like, okay, that was rude maybe in the 18th century, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to keep the rating, you know. That's true. That's true. Everybody, of course, knows a slash dance command. Of course. Uh, there's also a slash curtsy. Did you know oh, that? I did not know you that. You did not know that. There's flex. Everybody knows flex, right? That's yes. the other thing I do right before I pull the boss is like flex. I'll let flex. them know. I'm coming to get you. Oh, okay. A lot of times if you are in a social environment, you could do like a slash giggle. You know, someone tells a joke. Because there's a slash silly that tells a joke, a random right. joke. And a lot of times I'll do a slash giggle after that. Yeah. And your character actually laughs audibly. Audibly, yep. Which can be a little disconcerting if you're playing a death knight. <laughs> yeah, they do have that. You yeah. don't want to giggle as a death knight. Mm, it's true. I have seen people, and I have uh, saluted other people, and I've seen people salute me. Like, you show up like another... It's Typically, I see this with, like, other classes. Like, you show up as a your top-level class, you know, and you've got some raid gear or whatever, and you show up, and there's a, a baby of your class. You know, maybe they're, like, level 12, and you're, like, sitting next to them as a level 90, and they, like, salute you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> hey, thanks. Here, have a buff. <laughs> when people are QQing... Try a slash violin on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll play the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> and, uh, and your character will do a little thing on them. Yeah. You can grovel. Some of them are, by the way, they, they use the same uh, physical action that your character does, like a beg or a grovel. It's right. Because it means the same thing, but people think in different words. So That's true. They'll use those different words. Neil will also make your character kneel down. Will it? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Why would it do that? Uh, yeah, moon guard. <laughs> uh, you've got greet, greetings, hi, all those type things, you know, to say hello to somebody. You can say you can bid somebody farewell. I think it's funny when uh, people have that associated with their, their hearth. The hearth and bid everyone a farewell. Oh. <laughs> and boom, they're gone. You're like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> now, there are a lot of commands also that just will state something in the chat window that your character is doing. Um, like a like a sigh, like you're waiting for something. You sigh. You do slash sigh. I think your character does actually sigh for that. They might. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you can do a tap, like you're waiting for something. You tap your foot impatiently. Use that a lot. Do you? (laughs) You're sitting around waiting for uh, waiting for the people to get ready. Yeah, tap your foot. Tap your foot. Do a slash nose pick. You know, or I fall asleep. Like, when I first started playing WoW, that just amused me to no end, <laughs> standing around a group and just, like, laying down and fall asleep. And, like, gnomes, because that's what I was playing at the time, just, like, look so adorable when they do it anyways. Just kind of, like, plop down and then lay back. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, I think one of my all-time favorite freckle face moments uh, was your slash golf clap. Yeah, that was. (laughs) For the guy who caught his first fish. (laughs) (laughs) Got an achievement for catching a fish fish. over in Shalazar Base. And I'm like, golf clap. He's like, duel. (laughs) (laughs) We'll settle this right now. (laughs) You know, there are some commands that people may not know that are in there. Like, you tell people a lot of times, hey, I'm going to be right back. I got to go bio. I got to go get a drink and let the dog out, whatever. You can just do a slash BRB. And it will announce that you're, you'll be right back. Oh, okay. It'll say, like, Root tells everybody he'll be right back. You know, and then, okay. <laughs> you know? 
I feel like that's about the same amount as work is just typing BRB, though. Yeah, but you can put a slash in front of it. It does something, so it's, you know. Yeah, true. You can burp. Can you? You can break wind. Interesting. You can cough, and you can pounce, and you can poke. Go try a slash pizza. That's a fun one. I like the hug if you're um, not targeting anybody. Would you give yourself a hug? No, you need a hug. Oh, Yeah. Same thing with massage. You can either massage someone or you can announce that you need one. Whoa, moon guard? Hello. Hello. (laughs) You can fidget, you can flop, you can duck, you can drool, you can sigh, you can shoo. I feel like Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there are um, a lot of add-ons that actually have their own little built-in emoticons. What they're not emoticons, but emotions. What they're using is a slash em or slash me uh, to uh, announce to people what's going on around them. Now, Freckleface, you and I have both agreed that some of these are rather annoying. Yes, they are. Like the event announcers. Yes. Um, So use emotes with caution because they can be annoying uh, to other people around you. Um, Sometimes it's interesting, though. I watch people have an entire... You can't even really call it a conversation. It was like watching a scene unfold because they were both emoting back and forth to each other. You know, were they the same faction or different? Uh, same faction. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was in the capital city, and there were, it was cute. It was you know, it wasn't anything raunchy or anything else, or or you know, tense at all. But it was it was just fun the way they were doing it back and forth. He's kind of watching it play out. It was interesting. So, like you know, so and so does this to yeah, yeah. so and so does that. Now, I have one that I use in, in uh, when I announce people that my Blinktron has been set down. Okay. And what you do, you can use percent %t. If you have something targeted, mm-hmm. percent %t in a, uh, a moat or, or a chat line uh, will tell people, will we'll echo out that target, whatever's targeted. Most of the time. Right. If it's a object, person, human type thing, player. Type. Yeah, something. <laughs> So when I what I did on mine is I say, uh, "Hey, I just dropped Blinktron in the shrine because I always drop Blinktron in the shrine." Right. And so I just target him, and it's part of. It, I kind of messed it up a little bit, but anyhow, <laughs> uh, it didn't work for me one day because I wasn't in the shrine. I was over by the farmer by the the where you buy all the stuff for the farm, uh, the and cooking half area. Hell. Yeah, over yeah. half hell. I was over there, and I put Blinktron there, and it's like, "Hey, Blinktron's in the shrine." The guy's like, "Nice job." <laughs> I was like, oh, I should fix that. <laughs> there is no environmental variable. Well, there is, but not for the remote like that for your current location. Right. So. I'm, and I'm not going to make a fancy Blinktron add on to let them know where I dropped it. <laughs> Blinktron is at this coordinates. <laughs> That'd be cool. What's interesting about the um, what you're talking about now is the, the custom emotes, the slash E or the slash me. And those are used a lot when... You know, your regular emotes don't cut it or you want to say something specific. I will say I had somebody do a custom emote on me that was so vile I reported them. Wow. It was not good. Were you on Hair So Soft? No, <laughs> I was I was in Stormwind on a gnome and it was just out of the blue. And I'm like, you know, it's an emote. That means everyone around saw it. True, And true. there yeah. are, you know, underage kids who play this game. You know, it's just... It's messed up. Um, when I used to play on the PvP server, that is when emotes come in handy. Because, oh, yeah. you know, you see some of the opposite faction, and you're basically kind of playing this game where you're wondering if they're going to kill you or not. So you try to... Like, I would often, like, I would see a horde when I was playing my gnome rogue and just see if I could, you know, be nice to them and they would leave me alone. You salute them with respect. Exactly. Wave at them. That's, I think that was a tradition. You wave first. Right. And you do like a salute, and then you hope for you hope they go like a slash no, like okay, we're not. Yeah, gonna, and not- if they get close to you, maybe start begging. Yeah, you know. Um, I have noticed that sometimes people will try to use that custom emote um, as a way to get around of the non communication for um, the different factions. I'm like, oh, if I type in slash e and uh, like e, Freckleface thinks you're so stupid and. You know, I say that to the guy that's going to attack me. They're not going to see that. 
when you try the custom emotes with another faction, it says they make strange gestures. Right, 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 know? right, yeah. And I see a ton of people like trying to do that, and it's like, no, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, stepping back in the portal of the internet. Okay. Um, IRC, which is Internet Relay Chat, mm-hmm. which to my knowledge is where the slash me command came from because that's where actions is what they were oh, called back then okay. came from so you could do that in in what 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 were should be called chat channels that's one of my pet peeves not chat rooms anyhow one of the common tricks that people used to do and i tried to do it on wow and i can't do it is they make their nickname or their name you y-o-u oh and that's what i i, I couldn't get it in wow it won't let you because then you could do an emote like Slash me, which would put you, you know, uh-huh. and then you write out has has new mail. Press Alt F four to read it. <laughs> and then, I hope you said have. Well, yeah, it says you have new mail. Press okay. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you has new mail. No, uh, but you watch all the people, you know, such and such leaves, such and such leaves, such because <laughs> all the newbies will be like, oh, I have new mail. Press Alt F four, you know, <laughs> and you, you know. Because I've done that in WoW, too, where you, you tell people, like, it's just trolling, where you tell them, you, you know, an LFR, you're like, oh, there's a new feature, auto-targets, the blah, 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 this press all that far, and they're like, oh, poop, poop. you see everybody leave. Uh, Not everybody, but you can tell who noobs are. <laughs> you could do it individually. I think if you targeted someone, and then you did a custom emote of, like, percent %t Ooh. has new mail, it would say their name. <laughs> Now, one of the things, one of the ones I've done in WoW, and it's been fun to do. Everybody can do this one. You say uh, slash me pickpockets you or the target for five gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's always funny. Some people get mad. They're like, give them my money back. I'm like, mm, no, I pickpocketed it. It says so right there. You're not even a rogue. <laughs> you know? I got reported once on that, and I was like, nothing ever came of it. Guys, yeah. like reported. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so. I always wondered what happened with that one. Yeah, you know, like Who knows? <laughs> like some, if if he even reported it, like the guy gets and goes, yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, he can't. <laughs> but wouldn't that be cool if you could, like, go up and pickpocket another player for five gold? Because <laughs> that's all I would do as a rogue is pickpocket people all day, or like you, pickpocket the boss and wipe the raid. It's up to you, really. Ah. Uh. I was on time. <laughs> long time ago, don't bring it up, please. <laughs> you can also say you're sorry with emotes. It's true. You say slash sorry. After you gang somebody. Yeah. Sorry I killed you. I'm sorry. After I kill them, I like to slash cuddle them, though. <laughs> to cuddle afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And then say slash sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course, that achievement is still in there where if you do PvP, somebody can kill them in PvP. If you do gank them and you give them a hug. Before they release. Yeah. That's true. That's still there. That is still there. So you can go get that. Try that. Next time you kill somebody, if if you don't have the achievement yet. Make love, not Warcraft. Yeah. I used to have uh, on my on action bar a slash hug. It was just already for that. Just for that. Just so I wanted that achievement. And so I was like, I got it. And then I got it. So I was like, okay, take that away. So just remember, these custom emotes are there. They're in the game. You can add them to your macros, or you can just do them from the slash command from the uh, chat window there. And if you can't find one that you like, you can create your own custom ones with using the slash em or slash me. Either one of those will work. And to get the full list, just head over to hearthcast.com, look for episode 218, and I'll give you the full list, including some that are hidden. Dun, 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 dun. You're listening to Hearthcast. This week's add-on spotlight. So, what is damage in Swedish? Um, chocolate, cheese, holes in cheese. That is not a Swedish word. Oh, well, that's Swiss, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I get those two confused. So close. Yeah. Close. Um, no, I don't know. Skada. Really. Skada. Really? It means damage like, in Swedish. Like the damage meter, Skada. Exactly. How about that? I did yeah. not know. I always thought they were trying to do something off of like some musical word. I don't I don't know what they were doing. That's cool. That, yeah, that does sound kind of musical. Yeah. Interesting. It is a modular damage meter. It has various viewing modes. 
It's sports segmented fights and detailed views, and it is efficient with the memory. It's modular, so you can separate um, the different modes by separate add-ons. So if you're DPS, you might just want something that just tells you where you are in the charts, and that's it. And this is a very lightweight, easy way to do it. It does a lot of stuff that I don't really use, but it is one of the most popular damage meters. What made me switch, and this seems kind of like a minor issue, but I had recount. And my annoyance with recount is that, for one thing, the settings didn't carry over from character to character. Whenever I would make a new character or log on to something I haven't in a while, there would be this big red box in the middle of my screen that I had to deal with before doing anything else on my character. Mm. All my other add-ons... Yeah, I might have to tweak them, but nothing else that I had forced me to deal with it immediately before doing anything else. And I disliked that because I don't even need recount on most of my tunes. You know, I really only need it for going into dungeons, and if I'm starting out a character, I don't need to know that yet. So it's just in the way. Right, yeah. Right. It's intrusive. It is very intrusive. So, Scotta doesn't show up until I ask it to, basically. I um, installed a plug-in for it as well for my chocolate bar. So, it's just sitting up there like a little button. I just click it. The window shows up. I click it again. The window disappears. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, it is a very lightweight alternative to recount. And I, I don't know for sure if this is like actually the case, but there are at least anecdotal reports of recount slowing down performance and causing lag or frame rate issues in encounters? Well, I haven't witnessed that firsthand. I have an on good, good authority from well-known players that that is happening. Okay. So this is a good alternative for that. If you're having any sort of issues with lag, you might want to switch to a lighter weight uh, damage meter. So if you do want to check out SCADA, you can head over to curse.com and download it there. Yeah, if you have a Curse Premium account, that'll keep it updated for you. Yeah. Which is awesome, because then you don't have to update it yourself. And when you have weeks like I did, that's the last thing you remember to do. (laughs) (laughs) So it's awesome to have something that takes care of it for you. So SCADA, huh? I think I used that a while back, but I'm using Tiny DPS right now. Oh. Because that's all I do, the Tiny DPS. Tiny DPS. (laughs) (laughs) So that works for me. But I mean, check out SCADA again. I like going back sometimes to add-ons that I used in the past. Uh Uh-huh. And I got away from for whatever reason I got away from it. Sometimes I like to go back, and sometimes very fast you're reminded why you got away from that from that add-on. But sometimes you're like, oh, well, that thing that I didn't like is no longer here, or maybe now my computer system's better. I got more RAM, whatever the case might be, and so this add-on works better for me. So I do yeah. like to revisit older add-ons. I have used Tiny DPS, and I prefer Scada. It is more configurable to how I want it to be. Very cool. I may go check yeah. that one out because, yeah, I'm at a point now where I'm not doing a whole lot with my mains as far as rating and stuff. I, you know, I want to get my alts through, but then it's important to know what damage you're doing. So now would be a good time to try out other add-ons uh, to see if you'd like to move with those forward. So I may give Scott a try here. And uh, hey, Freck. Yes. Do you know what thank you is in Swedish? No. Doc. Doc? Talk. Talk. Of course, I don't know if it's tack or talk. T-A-C-K. Oh. Yeah. So talk for that. Or maybe a thank. <laughs> and they just left off the H. Thank. Thank. Or tack. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you. This one really is kind of an insider's tip because it comes courtesy of somebody at uh, work that I that plays WoW and caught me the other day. I don't know if caught me is the right word, but saw that I would have the mobile a- app on my phone and I was checking my flips. And so he asked me what I was doing. I was telling him about uh, the tuxedos and how I was getting the tuxedos and flipping the tuxedos. And so he shared with me his current strategy. He's not raiding. He's not questing. He's not dungeoning. All he's doing right now is preparing monetarily for Warlords of Draenor. And in doing that, he has a goal of a million gold. He's about halfway there. A million gold before Warlords of Draenor. He's got an enchanter. He hits the auction house multiple times a day, looks for things that people have listed on the auction house for less gold than they are worth disenchanted. So he buys that item, disenchants it, 
and usually sells those materials, the shards or whatever, the dust or whatever is made when you disenchant something, he sells those raw materials back in the auction house for more money than what he paid for for the actual object that he disenchanted. Not having a disenchanter myself or an enchanter myself, I've never done this, but he showed me, and it was pretty sweet. Makes me want to get the profession, but I don't know, man. Because you have to know, here's the thing about it. You have to scan the auction house, and you have to have relevant data from the auction house to know exactly what that item is worth. And the caveat of that is if somebody is trying to push the market up on shards or dust or whatever the items are, then the value is going to be completely wrong. So you can't just go by auction house scans alone. And this is the conversation that he and I continue to have. You can't just go by auction house scans alone. You've got it. I've preached it here before. You need to know the market value of what's going on. You need to go to WoW Auction and check that out and know what the values are of the items that you're dealing with. He had not been doing that. And so he had gotten caught a couple times. I showed him WoW Auction. He's like, oh my goodness. Combining WoW Auction with the add-ons he's using and knowing the, the now the real price and the real value of an item he's about to disenchant helps him make a more informed decision on what to buy what to, and then what to list back up. So we'll have to keep you appraised at his goal. I mean, I don't, you know, we're a couple months away still, uh, six or so, I'd say, <laughs> maybe less, uh, to Warlords of Draenor. And that's all he's doing right now is buying stuff and disenchanting it and listing it for profit. That's it. That's interesting because I have an enchanter. It was uh, my paladin that I really haven't played much since Cataclysm. But it seemed like the end of the expansion, I was losing money by disenchanting stuff. And maybe I had the wrong items, but at least like the greens, they were going for about like 15 gold a piece. But then when I disenchanted it, you know, the essences would get me less than that. What he's using, uh, the add-ons that he uses, one's called Enchantrix. Okay. And that actually tells you current market value of the items. He tells you what it's going to disenchant into and what the current value of those two items are. So let's say the dust or the spirit or whatever, I don't, I don't know, the shards, whatever you get when you disenchant something. If you're buying something for 15 gold and the selling price of those two or three items that it disenchants into is more than 15 gold, then that's a good buy. Right. So, but you've got to have that relevant data. So if you don't, right. if you don't know what the the items, if you don't know what what a disenchant into is selling for, then you don't know if you're going to get a good purchase or not. Yeah. And that's where you've got to have not only the current scans from the auction house, but you need to know your current market values because it's very easy to inflate those prices of what the raw materials are. And that's probably what caught you, because if you look at something, and go fifteen gold. That's nothing. I can disenchant that, and I'll see what I get. Now it's a gamble. And then you disenchant and you get something worth seven gold. You're like, huh. That's true. That's not good. Yeah. But combining the current scans and WoW auction data, you know exactly. And this stuff from Enchantrix. I think he's actually using Auctioneer or Auctioneer as well. The add-on Auctioneer, which I had stepped away from. So I think he's using that one as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Which uses Enchantrix and it does all that for you. So as long as you have your current scans, you go in there, you do your long scan. That's why I got away from auctioneers. The scans are taking 20 minutes. Yeah, that is why I, I stopped using that too. That add-on did have a lot of tools for just going through and finding things. For example, that were listed less than the vendor price. Yeah, that was always fun. <laughs> just go through, snatch those up, vendor. Yep. yep. That's called a snatch. I think it was called a snatch. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. There's also flipping. There's a lot of stuff in it, but like I said, it just it took 20 minutes. Right. And I didn't have that kind of time, so that's why I got away from it. I'm using Auctionator now and quite happy with it. But if all you're doing, you're not playing the game, all, all you're doing is playing the auction house, 20 minutes is fine you know, for a scan. And of course, I'm saying this, and I don't know exactly how long it scans anymore, how long it takes to scan. But hey, if, if that's all you're doing, you're going for a million gold, then hey, why not, you know? And that's that was a good tip. I like that. So if you want to make some gold you know, disenchanting, then as long as you know what's going to disenchant into and that sells for more than what you're buying it for, easy profit. Easy profit. Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. Freckle face, freckle face, freckle face, freckle face. Oh, boy. <laughs> so right now, everybody, and I mean everybody, everybody, if you play WoW, you're part of it. Everybody. It's all inclusive. Nobody escapes this. Okay. Mad about flying. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, there might be the exception that people are going, whatever, I like running around on the ground. But we know that when we get to Warlords of Draenor, we ain't going to be able to fly. You know, everybody's QQing on the I can say everybody. Everybody's inclusive. Everybody's QQing on the forum. If you are physically yourself not typing it, you have channeled your emotion to somebody else on the planet, and they are typing it in the forums for you. It's all one big, happy QQ family. So Blizzard right now is going, yeah, okay, you're not going to be able to fly. We don't know when you're going to be able to fly, and we're not even going to try to thematically make it interesting why you can or cannot fly. Back up to Mr. Pandaria, we had the same argument. Back up to Wrath of the Lich King, you had the same argument. Ever since they incorporated flying, we've had this same argument. Well, why can't I fly here? Right. They gave us flying, but they really don't want us to fly. Right. That's what it comes down to. You know, so, and the problem is, they because they want us to experience. They don't, I mean, one of the things they said is they don't want us just to, to, to hop over stuff to get to what we're doing. And I get that. You know, if, if my quest objective is to go, uh, get this chalice that's in this tower and I pick up the quest line and I turn around and there's a field of Naga in front of me and I can see the tower and I can see the chalice and I'm like, I gotta get up there I gotta fight all these Naga I'm flying over top of them I'm gonna go fly land right. try to get in the window <laughs> get my chalice and leave no problem and that's what they're trying to avoid they want you to have that experience of it but here's the problem with that Blizzard hasn't creatively come up with a reason why you can't. Cold weather flying. Your you your your creature doesn't know how to fly in cold weather. Um, okay. Uh, mist. Yeah, it's foggy. Your flying doesn't know how to fly in mists and cold. And it's like, no, give me you know, give me a good reason. Yeah, you know what bothers me the cold weather flying. Like, there's only two zones that are snowy. Right. The rest of them are all green. What are you doing down in Shulazar Basin? Why can't I fly there? Well, you don't have cold weather flying. It ain't cold. I it's know. the tropics. <laughs> <laughs> you can fly in Dunmoreau. There be reptiles running around here. <laughs> it's tropics. There's dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. I get you. So, history time, Freckleface. Okay. I'm going to rewind the clock a couple years. To the year 1870, actually, Freckleface. <laughs> it was the Franco-Prussian War of 1870. So this, these dudes were trapped, right, in their little fort. And they were surrounded, and it was going to be this thing. It now becomes the waiting game. You guys can't get provisions in your fort. You can run out of food and supplies, and you're going to have to give up because we have cut off your supply lines. So they came up with a good idea. Hot air balloon, we're going to float our supplies in, and then we can get our supplies. So what was happening is this balloon was floating over the battlefield, and everybody looking up going, that's a balloon. It's got supplies in it. And it would get over the fort, and the guys in the fort waiting for the supplies would shoot the balloon down and get the supplies. Okay, I gotcha. So obviously people go, we can't have that happening. Right. So now these balloons are coming, and they're shooting down the balloons before they get to right. Right, anti-aircraft. <laughs> okay. Civil War comes around. And the same thing is starting to happen. We're having hot air balloon combat. So these guys in the Civil War putting themselves in the hot air balloon going, look, if we float over the enemy or, or, or the battlefield, and we can shoot people from above. Now you got hot air balloons that are being introduced. Now you got to combat this. Now, Civil War, you know, you don't have weaponry that can really reach that high. You know, your cannons and your guns are not so accurate back then. And hot air balloons proved to be, in this case, not the best thing to do. And that whole thing was decommissioned before it really uh, got off the ground. Oh. I didn't mean to say that. But anyhow, I did. Um, So what I'm getting at here is since 1870, we've had anti-aircraft measures of some kind in place. So when you have a defense in place, your next offensive step is to create something that defeats that defensive measure. So I need something that has some kind of armor on it. Maybe it flies a little higher. Maybe it flies a little faster, making it harder to target. Oh, now they're using, let's bring it up into uh, modern times. They're using radar. Well, now I need something that, that 
scatters radar beams so they can't target me. So what I'm saying here is Blizzard needs anti-aircraft. Now, I'm not saying cannons, but cannons are thematic in the game. They could use okay, them. Okay, that's true. Right? Yeah. Uh, lightning bolts, thematic to the game. They could use lightning bolts. Spells of any kind. And I'm not just saying, you have a spell on you and you can't fly. I don't mean that. I mean, let me fly anywhere. Anywhere, 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 point blank, anywhere in the game. Anywhere in the world, I should, I should be able to fly. Mm. Throw enough anti-measures in place that kill me and I won't want to fly. Like fatigue. Fatigue is, yeah, you don't want to swim across because you die you, of fatigue. Yeah, you could right. try to swim from Eastern Kingdoms to Calendar, but... You will die of die. fatigue, right? Yeah. And you will turn around because now you're like, oh, I don't want to die. Right. All right. Like, so, oh, look, my corpse is dying. Let me just res sickness and just go back to where I was. Okay, Undasta. You're flying along to get to Undasta, right? You're like, ah, yeah, I'm flying, yeah, yeah. flying, all of a sudden you can't fly. Right. <sighs> now, yeah. while that bothers me, that is the closest they have come to getting it right. Because of the fog? Because of the fog. Yeah. Give me another measure. You know, throw some wizard or something on there that, that zap me, you know, <laughs> or something there. Now, here's the cool part about that, and this is why I'm going with this route. If that is put in place, then it becomes relatively easy to put a measure in place that counters it. So if there is something that prevents me from flying, let's say I get to Warlords of Draenor, and they have some kind of fell zapper, like a bug zapper, <laughs> like a back porch, one of those bug zappers that kills the blue light thing, uh-huh. ultraviolet bug zapper. Okay, well, anyhow, I'm flying in old Draenor, and they have this fell zapper that I get close, it zaps me. I'm now, I was like, wow, okay, how do I defeat that thing? I want to be able to defeat that fell zapper so that I can fly over there, because right now, I can't. Now, whether or not that means that I get a group of people and I go run and I destroy that cannon, and now that cannon's dead until it respawns, we can fly further in, that at least gives me something to do. Or whether that means that later on down the road, I get a fell shield that I can apply to my tune, or a fell disruptor, or something that, I can, that now I can fly, instead of just a license? Come on. That's a cop-out. Or just suddenly... here's This is the thing I love about Blizzard's stance at this time. They're just like, yeah, we don't know when you will, and when you do, we're just going to turn it on. We're not going to give you rhyme or reason. Right. Now you can. You could have before, but now you can. Why? Because you can. <laughs> because we are your overlords in this game, and we said so. No, because they are more interested in gameplay than they are in lore. They've said that. And, no, I understand. You have to have the stuff in there for game. I mean, that's what I'm giving them. I'm giving them this is the way to do it within gameplay. Don't just say, you can't fly. You can't fly here. I hate that. <laughs> With a passion, I hate that. Let me fly and then kill me. Or not kill me, but kill my, my mount. Destroy the mount. Maybe I, if I'm too high and I fall down into my death, I've fallen down to my death. If I have slow fall, if I have a way to combat the inevitable death from that fall from that height, if I have a way to combat that, that makes it more intriguing to me now. Because now if I'm assaulting something, like you have to go get that chalice from that, from that tower and all these nagas there, right? And I fly, and I get above the Nagas, and I'm going to hit towards that. Thing. I get zapped out of the sky. Now I fall down. And I'm like, oh, um, kite or meteor or whatever, the rocket boots, whatever I have, and I don't die. Now I got to deal with Nagas, not one at a time, but whatever group I just fell into. <laughs> All right. So now it's like, oh, okay, not a good idea. <laughs> you know, maybe I survive it. Maybe I get through it. Maybe I die, and I go back, and I respond. Like, okay, whatever happens, it was my choice i made the decision to fly and i got you know shot out of the sky i ended up having to you know get my butt handed to me by a bunch of nagas and now guess what i'm not gonna go fly again just but don't just go no you can't anti-aircraft 1870s they've had it (laughs) incorporated into the game it's not a big deal it works what's the name of the game we play world of warcraft world of what Warcraft. What craft? War. Oh. <laughs> so thematically, people are at what? War. So you would have weapons of? War. Okay. If I say war one more time, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already kind of slipping. <laughs> That's just my point. My point is give, anti-aircraft. Don't just say you can't. Let me make that decision and then suffer the consequences of that decision. That's all. 
Well, Freckleface, talk for at lesna. Bless you. Yeah, okay. In Swedish, that means thank you for listening, and I nailed it. Totally did. I totally did, which means, since I just nailed that, that I will have a crate of Swedish fish arriving within 30 seconds. Ooh. You ever had those things, the little red guys? You know, I don't think I have. Oh, man. Aren't they gummy stuff? <laughs> kind of. They're not as... They're, 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 they're chewy. More chewy than gummy. Uh, yeah, but they're cool. Okay. They're all right. You have like four, then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like... Here's the cool thing about Swedish fish, right? They're, they're, they're pretty tasty, but they're meant to share. Oh, okay. Yeah, because after your fourth one, you're like, hey, want a Swedish fish? <laughs> <laughs> and at first it's like, oh, yeah, cool. And they have about four, and they're like, hey... Want a Swedish fish? <laughs> so hey, everybody, everybody shares. Okay. Yeah, Swedish fish work on the same principle as podcasting. Everybody shares, and everybody you know benefits. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, we would love to entertain you in a round of Hearthcast AOE. All you need to do is be available for us, you know, on a Thursday night between six and nine p.m. Eastern time. Let us know that you're interested. We'll hook up with you on Skype, and we will take care of the rest. And there might be a little bit of a prize in it this time for you for winning. Remember to stay tuned after this show for another episode of Aspect of the Daddy. want to give a very special thank you to our followers on Twitter and our fans on Facebook. And as we close the show, we want to thank all of you for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Everybody, it's Broadway Blues with another episode of Aspect of the Daddy, where we talk about technology, toddlers, and Tylenol. I got a very sleepy little bug with me today, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and go right into today's episode. One, two, oh, one, two, three, four. <laughs> That, my friends, is Peg plus Cat. Okay, Peg plus Cat, if you have not heard it, is one of the best new shows that's come out in the past year or so. Um, Peg plus Cat shows on PBS, so pretty much anyone can watch it. Um, Peg Plus Cat is a animated show drawn on graph paper. Peg is a um, little girl, and she has her friend Cat, which goes all around with her. And the show mainly focuses on math and numbers. So, along with this really awesome show, which shows on PBS, like I said, there's an app called Peg and Cat's Big Gig. Now, you can download this app on iOS. Uh, Caleb has it on his iPad. And this app goes over numbers, shapes, colors, and has the whole Peg Plus Cat theme going. Uh, Lots of music, lots of fun. Caleb really enjoys playing it, right? Yeah. So the Peg Plus Cat game is called Peg Plus Cat. It's big gig. It's on iOS, like I said. Really, really fun game. Educational. It's only a couple of bucks, and if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you should really give it a try. Caleb really likes it, and he said he was going to talk about it, but 
I think he's being shy right now. Do you want to tell people about Plekpa's cat game? No? Okay. Well, I guess we're going to end it here. Uh, it's a little bit of a short episode, but it's a great app. So hit me up, aspectofthedaddy.com. Hit me up on Twitter, at Broadway Blues, or shoot me an email, john at aspectofthedaddy.com. You going to say goodnight? <laughs> Until next time, stay frosty.